0: What they found and documented was nanothermite chips. These are small, extremely small particles of iron oxide and aluminum powder that are a thousand times smaller than the diameter of a human hair. Uh, These are built from the atomic scale up. Uh, This is very sophisticated material, an incendiary that's designed to become explosive and set in an organic bed of oxygen, silica, carbon, carbon. uh, this is um, uh, made only, these, this material, in the most advanced uh, defense contracting laboratories. So we're not talking about uh, materials here that are uh, made in a cave in Afghanistan, for instance. Right. Uh, and we did not get that heating action that we wanted on the column. This guy is going back and forth between superthermite and thermite. He's talking just ordinary macro thermite. I mean, he, he pointed out he couldn't get the other stuff. Stephen can't get it either. So all you can do is read the literature. The military has all of this. They won't don't they share it. So While Stephen Jones envisions an easy thermite application, EmerTech asserts that even if this military substance could be found, it still would not have been practical to use. If you take just a thin layer of thermite, it'd be tough to light to begin with, but even if you did, it's just going to flash and there's hardly any energy there. So is the argument then, oh, well, even though you find superthermite-looking residue, it, it, it doesn't make sense, so we, we just won't do an investigation. We'll just kind of ignore the residues that you found that blow up today because we can't figure out how they could do it and therefore we don't have to look. <clears throat> we, this is a source for investigation along with Ace Elevator who had the contract for the, uh, the Uh, modernization of the elevator shafts uh, in these buildings. Uh, The biggest elevator modernization in the world going on the nine months prior to 9-11, which would have given them immediate access to the core columns and beams in the building, which are adjacent to those elevator shafts. Yeah, that's, that's incredibly relevant because one of the frequently asked questions is, how would someone have access to the buildings uh, to plant these charges? So that's an incredibly relevant question that has an answer. Most of these questions have answers, as you've demonstrated. <laughs> yeah, I think I think so. And the other question is, you know, who did this? Um, A, we're architects and engineers. Uh, we don't uh, do research into that which uh, criminal investigators uh, should be reviewing but are not. Uh, and, and journalists who should be reviewing, you know, who benefited. Uh, it's not that difficult to find out who benefited. I mean, look at what happened after 9-11. Uh, we have the enrichment of major industries, including uh, companies in, in, in the arms industry, the oil industry, the, the uh, banking industry, the media, which made uh, incredible profits from selling uh, these s- false stories. So find out who owns uh, all of that and um and and go after them that is not the job of architects and engineers uh, that's the job of people like uh Ryan Dawson Yes who's have coming up on your show and yes. I applaud the work that he's done but I do not applaud the criticisms of AE
1: 911 Truth that, that because we're
0: not because we're not naming Uh, names and and, and who did it, because this is not the subject of our research. He can do that job. Let him allow us to do our job. Is there some kind of script that's handed out, like the guy on the street, uh, the Twin Towers who had all the answers? Richard Gage finds the Pentagon aftermath pictures too confusing to use in any evaluation. So whether an explosion made that hole or, or some flying device made that hole, I, I don't think you can make a relevant conclusion based on looking at the hole.